Pickaxe. Are we ready Hello? to play some more DD? I'm ready. Always. Always. Everyone's excited. Well, having vanquished the two spirits that inhabited these Black Stallion Woods, uh, at least, at least for now, as far as you know, uh, you are free to try and find these centaurs, this family, this whatever is happening here. I'm not even sure, you know, do you guys even know exactly what you're looking for? Uh, you can tell me that in a minute. Um, but yeah, you have a moment's respite. Uh, so what's the plan? You tell me. Ooh. I assume we're traveling up the road as we entered the forest. We're just going deeper in. There is a there is a loose path that travels through the woods. Yeah, it's pretty overgrown. It's old, but there is a path. Um, but much of this wood is, is pretty thick and pretty overgrown. Um, it looks un, uncared for. Um, now... I'm sure you're far more adept at this sort of thing, uh, particularly people like Ayla. Uh, but Nanny Norfe used to teach me about people that lived in woods all the time. And they used to scavenge and scurry for food and that sort of thing. So it's unlikely that they're going to at least stay in one place all the time. They might have a base of operations, but surely they'd go out for food and sustenance. So maybe we can pick up those sorts of tracks and then they, they might lead somewhere. I mean, sure, but also this wood has been haunted and there's probably nobody here. Oh, right. Well, uh, I'd like to remain optimistic that there are. <laughs> Rosemary's family is here. I mean, they're hanging from, like, trees and they're uh, on the let's ground. Let's not focus like, on that bit. But That's way back there. I think we should follow the path. Right. There's a path for a reason, right? But uh, I'm not sure. Yes, there is a path, but wouldn't uh, people that are actively trying to hide from evil spirits that keep coming back not follow a path? Well, that, that depends if they are actively hiding from it. Remember the story said they had some kind of protection from these things. They might just be True. wandering freely. What else can we take apart from the stories we've heard? Any more glints what of information? About, uh, could we detect magic and, and see if there's any sort of, you know, pocket magic or hiding magic or spooky magic? Certainly could try. Uh, I could give it a go, but it's uh, not amazingly useful for long range. Uh, but if you give me 10 minutes, yeah. I could try. Is it start? Yes. Um, cool. In that case, yeah. I mean, I could I could ritual cast detect magic in that case. It's just 10 sure. minutes to do that. Um, and then are you gonna are you gonna start following the road or are you doing that stationary and you're gonna see what result you get from the detect magic or are you doing this on the move what's can what's he do playing? it on the move yeah i'd say so like it as long as you're not under attack minutes. or anything like that yeah um and it's concentration as well so yeah i can hold it for 10 minutes and then we can just keep moving um but yeah once that's up 30 feet of range is the only thing on detect magic yep. Um, okay. So, and and is the plan you're just going to follow the road, or are you going to do what Lucia suggests and kind of go off the track and try and find tracks, or you know, what, I, what what's the play here? Can I have a quick look and see if I can see any tracks? Absolutely, you can. Yeah, you can make a survival check. Yeah, I've got ten minutes. While I'm doing survival this. skill. Oh my god, I got nat twenty, so twenty six. <laughs> hey, all right. 
Well, natural 20, you don't get like, it's not like a crit, but yeah, there's a couple of things, Ayla. Um, <sighs> I think that maybe this wouldn't come into play before you set off with the detect magic spell, but it would very rapidly become evident the second you start moving from this space. First things first, there are no tracks. In fact, those two riders left no tracks. There are no tracks of them. The only tracks you can find are your own tracks. But once, like, you look back the way you came and you can see centuries kind of, like, plant growth, you know, is beginning to sort of, like, dissipate and, and sort of leave the way clear, you haven't left. There's no tracks of you guys coming that way either. Your oh, tracks no. have vanished. Um, obviously, looking down in the ground now, you can see footprints and things like that and, you know, broken twigs where you've been fighting and things like that. But looking back down the road... There's no sign that you came that way. In fact, Ailey, you would say looking back down the road that you came, you don't think that's the same road. You think oh, that no. you don't remember that that road, like there are like certain trees and rock formations and you're like, I don't recognize that. We didn't come that way. We don't. Oh, crap. So I don't want to panic anyone, but um, I think the entire wood is shifting. What? Hear me what out. Hear me out. That road... We didn't walk down that road. Look I mean, we it. had to have done. Do you recognize it? No, but we didn't. Because that cool. Now that Ayla, once Ayla points out down. to you, once Cool points out to uh, Ayla points out Cool with your perception and your own natural like you know survival and being a, a messenger. Actually, you can kind of see what she's saying. Like you don't recognize it. I mean, looking down the way we came, can I look the way we were going to go? Is that the way we came now, <laughs> or is that no. now completely different? Looks looks completely different. Um, when and when your detect magic kicks in, you do begin to see that there is very subtle but quite powerful illusion magic throughout these woods. Um, there is also just some transmutation magic. You don't even think that some of this isn't illusory. You think some of the trees and things like that could be illusions, and then some of them, like you watch a tree shift a couple of inches, and it just—it's almost like it's being pulled through the ground a couple of inches. But then more and more trees seem to be doing the same, and like you—you you get the sense that this whole place is shifting around you. Are they all going Great. the same direction, like expanding, or like make trying? a make a straight up intelligence check? Just d twenty plus intelligence. Intelligence plus two, sixteen. 16 on a quick glance you think that there is a pattern here but it's more complicated than just going in the same direction um okay it is like it's shifting things around purposefully based on ayla's survival and now your sort of checks and detect magic you think that some f some force whether it's a natural magic or whether it's an actual person or whether it's the nature of the woods themselves is making it so that these woods are incredibly difficult to navigate through like magically, you know, hiding and protecting parts of these these woods. Uh, we yeah. What, what if is just, just talk to whoever might be protecting this? You know, just you know, shout out loud. We might have someone you want to meet. You know, the usual things. There could be ghosts everywhere. They're moving trees. They're moving roads. Huh? I think that talking to trees is always a good idea. Like Rose Meadows just sort of like looking at Rose Meadows, talk to a tree immediately. Hello, well, tree. I mean, How are you? Uh, for starters, and not to scare you, these may not be even real trees. There's illusory magic here. There's there's these trees are moving in some pattern I can't understand. I could try 
I could try one thing, but I don't know how useful it is going to be. Your eye? Well, the eye, in a sense, true sight. Uh, <laughs> um, and see past all of these illusions, see past all this magic, and see this place for what it actually is. Maybe we'll be able to find some way through. Um, I can even do that really horrifying. myself. Can you, like, sugarcoat it for us? Well, I could. I, I don't even need to do it myself. I can give it to someone else. Um, nope. No? No? No, thanks. Oh, no. Sentry, no? I don't think okay, I should no, have no, that much responsibility ever. I... I Guess it's me, then. Always a scientist. Um, oh, Nova, no. I was going to say, no, <laughs> Nova's... Uh, yeah. Hello? Nova, Nova would volunteer. Hello? Is anyone paying attention to me? Hi. <laughs> it's, oh, it's just like no. it's school again. It's just in it's school again. Yeah, okay. So no just one's saying anything, there. so I get it's me. <laughs> no, just me. Um, okay, sure. Just I think... I, I think I will... I appreciate it, Nova, but since no I one think else it's wants cooler to see this... if also because of the whole thing with the eye, I think it's cooler if yeah. it's Quill that can do it and it's the yeah, eye yeah. that gives you the ability to see it, right? Also I just the perception I've got I've got survival yeah. too. Like I if if I can see this for it what it actually is, I can also navigate what it actually is too. Mm. Um so yeah, in that case it uh I will you cast pull from sight? the eye, I will cast true sight, and I will pull from the storm eye and then dissipate that into the other eye as well. So almost like both <sighs> eyes become this like storm visage. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Quill, immediately your vision changes. You can no longer just see, you see the woods, you see your friends, but now so much more. It's like your vision, kind of like Neo in the Matrix, right? You begin to see the very strands of magic that make up your friends. Like Lucius almost appears resplendent in blue and orange. You can begin to see fragments of other colors making up Lucius's very being. You can see this like prismatic energy very faintly within him, but it's growing stronger. You can see Sentry, um, the Matrix, you look at the Matrix with True Sight, you can actually see it flowing like a river, like the orb itself is like water, and you can see these kind of, you know, almost like spectral figures flowing through Sentry's body up into her, like her limbs, her mind, her eyes, all this. You can see with Nova kind of stood, not kind of over Nova sort of enshrouding her, a blue spectral figure. Like you see kind of holding the hand that, that Nova is holding Tiangong is, their hand is cupped around Nova's, but you see this spectral figure looking at you, uh, like as if it can see you too, and like looking down at you. Ayla, you see like storms where she has the scars, all the lightning energy that courses through Ayla is like up and down these scars, like constantly. Even though she hasn't activated her powers, you can see it writhing beneath her skin. Who else do you see? Thalia that briar curse you can see black tendrils faint though they are spreading all across her her arm and into her chest all through her body um and you see like black almost like a black hand with six fingers wrapped around her throat like oh kind of God. like hovering there rose meadow you see a very faint outline of a unicorn horn projecting from her forehead and you can see this kind of magic but it's like it's being suppressed like there's something there but you you can't see it but you can it's there but not visible like it's being shrouded somehow and then you look at the forest and again you see very clearly and many of these trees disappear they become illusions you can see what appears to be great 
threads like a web stretched across the forest and the threads connect trees and then as the trees are moving the thread is pulling them and when you look up into the canopy you see dozens of them spiders almost like glass invisible their eyes looking down at you sort of moving between the trees and amongst the webs and they're looking at you curiously completely invisible to the naked eye only with true sight can you penetrate whatever spell enshrouds them and they sort of look at you and they kind of and they seem to like recognize that you can see them now one of them moves over and you see a whole kind of gathering of these spiders probably about the size of you know a dog kind of thing these spiders and a bunch of them begin weaving a very rapid web gossamer thin silk follow it says spells out with the web itself oh uh, wow uh okay um all right uh, all of you guys Are i'm gonna need you to stand Is i'm gonna really need you to stand behind me because you are all so magically empowered it's blinding and beautiful and i i it's too much but stand behind me but Aww. to sugarcoat things there there are there are there are things in this forest that are that are that are watching us that can see us and it's they are giving me messages to follow uh in this direction um okay and uh, it's the only lead we have can you what? tell them that we're nice people well we're delightful people they, can be no harm they're watching us and they know i can see them we are nice people uh <laughs> are they centaurs do they look like rose meadow uh they well you hear a voice you hear a voice in your mind you hear like mm-hmm. a telepathic message in your mind how long do you have the vision uh can i respond telepathically or i'll just say out think loud, it. just in case yeah okay yeah um, just say out loud uh for, for maybe an hour now uh stand behind you for an hour when, uh, hang on should, should, we should, stand- should, the centrals have been here for an hour you no, will wait, need you will need one of us to guide you once your vision fades Follow the web. I shall find you. Quill, okay. we're right Thank here. Thank you, Lucius. Okay. Yes. Um, they were speaking to me. They're speaking oh, to me now. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, but um, we, we need to follow Who them are they? now. I, Who are they, uh, though? They um are uh, spectral, and they are quite nice looking, to be honest. Really. Oh, that's lovely. I stand you behind Quill cool. like a cue. Yeah, nice, indescribable, really. Oh, come on. What, 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 what's the colour? You know, how many how many legs do they have? You know, crystalline. Oh, many legs. Nice. Yeah, they more than seven. Anyway, um, let's centipede. <laughs> we, we we need to move. Middle we need to follow piece. the signs, and and they will try and guide us to where we need to go. All right, all right. Whatever whatever okay, Quill okay. can see, I prefer it to the spirits that nearly cut off our heads. I say we we trust whatever Quill can see. Yeah, if they don't have bows and swords, I'm okay with following them. Lead the way. And how vicious do these things actually look? Like, I mean, some of these things look scary AF. Like they're like chitinous, like crystalline spiders with gleaming eyes. Their legs look razor sharp. Some of them look. Some of them are smaller. Some of them are massive. Like the ones that form that follow message were small. You see one of them that is as big as like it's 
in the canopy. Like its legs are on the ground, but its body is up Ugh. in the canopy. It oh, is fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. No, 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 no. You know what? I'm using the book. We're leaving. See ya. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Why is Quill you, setting you wanna, the forest the on book? fire? No. <laughs> um, but uh, no, yeah, no, no swords, no bows. No swords, no bows. Leave your weapons here. Let's keep moving. <laughs> No swords, no bows. Leave your weapons here. Uh, <laughs> love it. Love that movie. Um, yeah, I mean, do you, Quill, are you just going to follow these these webs? Um, the rest of you, when Quill starts leading you, you see the webs as well. These are physical webs. Um, gossamer thin silk. Uh, and yeah, the, you see one that says follow. Quill continues on. And then you see another one that says sanctuary. Um, and yeah, if you follow Quill, about an hour passes. You move through the woods you don't you aren't attacked by anything you don't hear any more of the riders but after about an hour when the when the true sight fades from you quill something appears again seemingly out of nothing but it sort of morphs into existence appearing as if uh, veiled by a mirror kind of light reflects around it and then it phases into existence i will warn everyone a... else that this is happening by the way sure they said yeah they yeah yeah, because you and you would see this creature walking up to you. it, kind of like descends from a tree, it walks onto the road, and then as your vision fades, you see nothing, and then it reappears into normal vision. Um, its body is a sort of pale white and blue, a bulbous uh, eight-legged spider uh, with many, many eyes, um, big mandibles, and it speaks. It speaks in common to all of you. It opens its mouth and common voice comes out. Be not afraid. I am here to guide you. I am walks on morning dew. My lady has bid me to grant you passage. Thank you for your uh, guidance thus thus far. Uh, but who is your lady? The Lady Dawnweaver. Oh yeah. You are known to us, Kilekad Kola, and Ayla oh. of Alfheim. Yeah, we we met some. Yeah, we met some spiders, guys. Uh, remember when we talked to you about the spiders we met? We met some spiders when we, you know... Of course. Yeah. Of course. What? Yeah, I got this. I'll pull out the little coin. That... What's happening? Oh, yeah. Wow, I've never seen away. that coin before. <laughs> that seems like a really powerful coin, Ayla. What can it do? I'm just going to hold on to it. Just put it back hold in my pocket. You are friends. My lady expects you and your wayward companion. And the spider sort of gestures at Rose Meadow, who's like, well, he just seems lovely. <laughs> it's just like, oh, what a cute Spider-Man. Uh, Great. Um, uh, how, how, how long do we have left before we get to uh, Sanctuary? It is not much farther, but you will not find it without the gift of the true sight you once carried. We must shape the woods to prevent the spirits from finding it. We have a few hours before they will return to this world. Okay. Uh, Be not afraid. Well, you will find only peace and care within my mistress web. I'm uh, just gri gripping Quill <laughs> and hiding behind him <laughs> at this point, I'm cowering. I guess it's the wrong people. They're not sent us at all. <clears throat> Is your companion well? If and, any um, of you are too weak to walk, I will carry you. 
absolutely fine. That is pleasing. I kind of really want to ride a spider. Like, Nova's just whispering to Thalia, like, Thalia, I love spiders. I really want to... I, can, do you think, I mean, knock yourself out. I'm not getting on that thing. No, I don't want to ride the spider. You get so on it, though. cute! Look at it! It's yeah, amazing. no. Okay, I'm a little bit... spiders. Okay, well, you... you Sure. Oh, can we try this? I think we are we are well enough to travel, um, but we did encounter the spirits. I'm sure you saw already, and some of us did. Uh, yeah, we are relatively injured, but good enough to walk on our own. Thank you. You uh, will be safe. We have weaved magic and the woods around us. The riders will not be able to find you while you travel within within among us. My brothers and sisters, they enshroud us even now. Be not afraid. Mm. All will be well in my mistress's web. In a web. I'm totally down to this. It was great last time. I don't want to be in a web. They're really nice. They're nice. They are really nice. Yeah, we have met them before. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Lead the way. It just yeah turns around and begins. Leading away, and this 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 spider um, walks on morning dew is big. Like you know, this is this is a large creature. This is pretty massive. Um, definitely, at least a medium creature could easily ride on their back, on their big bulbous back bit. Um, but yeah, big bulbous back bit. Big bulbous back okay. bit. Uh, yeah, uh, everybody uh, continues. If you guys don't have any objections, you are led. Um, and within about a sort of another hour, it's not longer than another hour. Um, you find yourselves suddenly as though you have stepped through a veil the thick and ancient woodland seems to almost vanish you find yourselves in a wide clearing soft grass of subtle purple hue covers the ground and a fresh crystal clear spring bubbles and trickles through it a number of simple tents made from the finest silk cloth you have ever seen have been erected around the grove whilst a partially ruined stone temple sits at the centre. It's draped in similar fine silks, and you cannot see within. Centaurs with blonde and copper hair, pale white horse bodies, and tanned humanoid forms stop mid-chores outside their tents at the spring and stare at you in amazement. And a gentle woman's voice seems to echo through the air and into your minds. Feel not, my wayward friends. They are expected. Travelers from the world beneath a mother's sky. I ask you, do not speak to any here, save myself for now. Please, come to my chamber. Okay. Uh, uh, the spider uh, walks on morning dew, sort of bows its head as soon as the voice sort of like begins entering your minds. And it turns to you. You have been graced. Uh, thank you very much. And I reach a hand out and then don't. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. A hand, like a big leg comes down. I run oh. away to Big Cat. <laughs> yeah, Big Cat is like, it's like looking around. That's too like, close. Out. Thank you. Nova the just appears next to Quill and is like just. Just holding, holding out, like kind of waiting in a queue, like I want to touch this spider. <laughs> it, it will shake Quill if Quill. It will shake Quill's hand, and then it, it will kind of move its leg and just sort of like ruffle your hair. Nova, it kind of like, kind of playfully just like taps you on the head. 
<laughs> it's going to kill Nova. <laughs> uh, out of interest, how do the centaurs react to Rosemeadow? Uh, all of the centaurs have literally like frozen what they were doing and are just staring at you. You actually see several of them are like, they're breaking down in tears and they're like turning to each other. It's hard to read like whether that's joy or sorrow, but like they are just like wide-eyed in amazement. Oh, and they're like, wow. you can see them whispering to each other, but none of them approach you. Like, in fact, I would say that most of them part ways so that you have a very clear, uh, like you, you can walk towards this temple without going anywhere near them. Wow, okay. Uh, okay, everyone ready? Temple? The, the world Let's do it. I, the mother sky. That's... Can I not just go and spit? I want... And she's like, Rose Meadow's pointing at the centaurs. Like, I, just, I feel like I should go and say something. We, we'll, we'll talk to them after we talk to the her ladyship of the big spider. Land on Weaver. Okay. Okay. And like, Rose Meadow's like looking at them sort of like, oh, and like she's like reaching out and like waving at them and stuff. And like when she does that, you just see like some of them are just like holding their like hands, like just shaking their heads in disbelief. Wow. They 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 guided us here. The least we can do is follow the one order they've given us, and that's to go straight to Lady Dawn Weaver. Um, okay. But you will have your time, Rose Meadow. Okay, Quill. She just sort of like nods her head. She'll just follow. Yeah. Amazing. See so, ya. Yeah. You guys just. Want to head to the temple? Yeah. I think so. Sure. Uh, you make your way. Nobody else follows you. Even the even the spider, even uh, walks on morning dew, just sort of stands near the edge of the forest. As you get closer to the temple, they just turn and enter the forest again. They just vanish into the, into the tree line. When you get to the stone building, there's no doors, um, but it, it's dark. It's quite dimly lit. And when you step inside, it almost becomes nighttime, like twilight. Um, and you can see that these beautiful silk tapestries line the walls um, and at the ceiling. It's like they've been draped over like a big tent or like a big canvas and they're draping along the sign. And in the middle, uh, you see a very peculiar looking woman. Well, peculiar to everybody but Quill and Ayla who have encountered an individual very similar to this before. It, uh, this being has the body of a giant pale white spider um quite chitinous quite jagged sort of edges almost like she her, the spider part is covered in armor um pale white with blue paint uh, sorry gold paint uh in the shape of a sun has been painted on the the spider's you know body the abdomen kind of area um the legs have been decorated with golden swirls and, and circles and bands things like that the top half of the woman the sort of uh she has a humanoid torso. This is a drider. So a kind of, you can see a, a drow woman, a dark elf woman. So think very dusky, dark gray skin, blonde, almost glowing hair that's kept long and free. Um, and she's wearing like very thin gossamer silk robes that are quite, you know, they're, they're quite open and sort of, there's not much care for um, sort of like decency, um, but just kind of draped in this fabric. Um, and she turns to you and she does have, uh, you know, these kind of, almost like painted on eyes over her forehead and then her hair is like tied back and then she has normal eyes looking down. Um, yeah, this is a drider, so half human, half giant spider. 
and when you enter she is uh what appears to be she's creating another tapestry she's kind of weaving and sewing like loom kind of like spinning threads and using magic to kind of create a new tapestry um and when you enter she just bows her head and reaches out her hand welcome welcome you do not need to be afraid no harm will come to you here um, just real quick, looking around, these these tapestries have like imagery on them, or like a story, or yeah, 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 they do. Yeah, um, you look around, you don't recognize any of it. Uh, you look around, and okay. you see uh, there's one which shows a group of figures that seem to be crossing sort of like a mountain top. Um, uh, you see one where uh, there appears to be a city, like a city you've never seen before, um, made of these tall spires with airships and, uh, you know, strange-looking constructs, like kind of like guardians, I guess, almost, walking amongst this city of towers. Um, you see uh, a kingdom with a dragon flying over it. You, it is, you know, all kind of like, you know, scenes, but you don't recognize any of it. Okay. Um, the, except the one in her hand, actually, Quill, with your 26 passive perception. The one that she's making now shows all of you with Rose Meadow in the middle. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, if I'm sort of leading the way, and I guess everyone is still kind of spooked behind uh, in some sense, then yeah, I'll um, sort of do a small bow and say... Uh, I thank you for the guidance you uh, gave us to get through that forest. I think without your aid, we would surely have been lost for who knows how long. You would have, yes, but of course I would guide you here. I sadly could not send my children until the spirits of the riders were defeated, but I knew that you would take care of them. And once they were, I sent my children to guide you. Um, These tapestries these stories uh you've seen a lot of the world i mean even probably beyond this place you are very perceptive i thought as much yes these are ah there is so much to tell you but i fear what i should tell you without being prompted but yes they are stories they are places people of worlds far beyond this one Well, uh, they are beautiful. Uh, how, sorry, um, you know of me and Ayla, uh, oh. as you mentioned before. You but... need not introduce everyone, Kilekadkola. I know very much who you all are. Nova Vija, Tiangong, Lucius, Vivian, <laughs> Elowin, Elanastal. <laughs> Sentry, also known as Sentinel Prime to her people. Ayla of Alfheim, Kilekadkola, Seer, Oracle of Hesper. I know you very well. And of course, we have Her Highness, Thalia Whisperwind of Heartspire, Kyrie of the Mountain People, and of course, Rosemen. You see, there's like this real tender look in Rose Meadow's direction. I have not seen you in a, in a long time, little girl. And she, when she says that, she's looking at Rose Meadow. So it's true. Please, it's I... what we believed about Rose Meadow, all the stories we heard. It's it's true. Yes, yes. This one, Rose Meadow, was not her birth name. She was never given one. She did. There was no time 
when she was born for her to have a, a name granted to her. So Rose Meadow, her family name, was the only one I could provide. But yes, I sent her far from here. I sent you far from here, she says this to Rose Meadow. You were being pursued by a very powerful and dangerous woman. And sadly, my gifts, I cannot directly intervene. So at best, I sent you to a place that I knew that Zarkira would not find you. I hid your power, I hid your lineage, knowing that one day you would be returned. After all, she looks at Quill, what is a wayfinder if not somebody who returns lost things? So, you likely have many questions, and I am very happy to answer them. Uh, a few, um, uh, quite a quite a few. Uh, I mean, mostly around this 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 forest, this this place, this magic that you have controlling this entire place, and the spirits within them hunting anyone that tries to enter. Um, and I mean, the stories we've heard of 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 people who entered this place with protection from these spirits. We haven't seen much of that, but I mean. Is, is that your doing? I'm afraid I do not know what magic, what people you speak of, but nobody has entered my realm since, and she gestures to Rose Meadow, since I saved this one. If there are stories amongst the Feywild of people who have entered Black Stallion Woods and survived, that is only to their own credit. I'm afraid that, as I mentioned, I am very limited in how my powers can be used. Maybe just a fairy tale then, in that case. Um... I mean, I've seen how many of you, well, I say you, how many eyes you have around the forest, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you see you see everything there. Well, and beyond, looking at these tapestries. Um, I do. Sorry, I'm... Someone else, my brain is overflowing with, with questions and ideas of everything here. It's, it's, it's a lot. Please, someone else. <laughs> you are so much like him. Oh, don't say that. But of course, if anyone has questions about why you are here, about Rose Meadow, about myself or the world. Lucius looks at Nova. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my questions are rather selfish, I'm afraid. That is fine. Can you help You are going to ask me if I can towards... help Thalia. I like to think that we'd say it exactly at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Jinx. Sadly, I cannot. My powers are great. I can help you a little. I can give you some information, but I cannot help her. Mesmera's power is... is strong. She is an Archfey of Lunaria, and as long as she inhabits Heartspire, her power is significant in this place specifically. I am limited in what I can do. I am bound by rules that my sisters and I have placed upon ourselves. I am very loath to break them. There are many outcomes. I do not, I cannot see all futures, but uh, you should be cautious. There is an old enemy at the work, at the hand behind all of this. So it's not- Your fates were always Mesmera. intertwined. 
Your fates are always intertwined, Novavija. Your journeys, your travels, your companions, even your, even what brought you here with Rose Meadow, everything is interlinked. And the the nature of this curse, the solution you must find, you will need to defeat an old enemy as well. Oh god. What of the rest of you? Or if you have if you have further questions, Novavija, of course. I just I want I want to I want to sort this. Obviously I do want to sort this, but it feels a bit too obvious that the way to do it is to kill Mesmera. But th that doesn't feel right to me. Is there a way to convince her? Someone so angry, so vengeful. If that is what you think you must do, that is what you should do. I do not wish to guide you in this. But it would be nice, wouldn't people... it? If not all it things would. were solved by a lot of people never seem to want to talk to me and figure things out. They just want to kill everyone. I there are many in this world really who... Work. There are sadly many in this world who will not look beyond the blade. But there are some. There are some. I guess the matter, perhaps the question you should ask yourself, Novavija, is why? Why do people not listen when reason is placed before them? What sources perhaps influence them or control them or drive them? What passions, what purposes? That is all we can ever ask of ourselves. I think I'm the last person in the universe who can understand people when logic is right there. <laughs> oh god. She looks around. I do not wish to speak for any of you. I have so many things I could and would like to say, but it is not my place. Well, that's not fair. No, I'm really curious. Perhaps I should tell you a little of myself. And then you will understand a bit where my position stands then. I am Dawnweaver, as you have likely been heard or told. I am one of three. We call ourselves the Widows of Fate. You have met one of my sisters, Ayla and Kilek, and Duskwillow. But there is another as well, a Night Wreath. And the three of us were once, we are from another world entirely. Not just another world, in fact, another existence. And she's gonna, she raises up her humanoid hand and you watch as the darkness in the room darkens even further until it is just you, her, and these tapestries. And she flicks her hand and a tapestry kind of folds out. And it is no longer a tapestry, it becomes an actual image, like a window to another world. And you see an underground city made of like cities built into stalactites. Uh, you see this dark depth world full of dark elves, full of drow. 
and they do not look friendly. They all bear the symbol of some sort of religious symbol of a spider goddess, um, and it is militaristic. It is, you know, oppressive. We were all once servants of a goddess called Lolth, who belongs to another existence to this. We each three were oracles, much like Kilek and Kolar. We possessed the gift of foresight and great magical power. All of us one day saw that we would be betrayed or killed by our goddess in spite and vengeance and pettiness. And when we tried to rebel, we were captured. We were captured and a horrific ritual was placed upon us that transformed us into this. And she gestures to her half spider body, a creature called the Drider. It is a punishment for those who are enemies of Lorth. But through it, our magic, our power of foresight grew. We became aware of each other, for we were not all in the same world, in the same existence. We were spread out across many, but our minds connected in a way that we did not realize. And we soon became aware of what we have come to call the Web of Eternity. Imagine this. She clicks her fingers and you watch as this kind of spectral diamond web begins to stretch out. You know, all these connected points. Heroes and the planes, the world that you know, are but one nexus. And she taps a joint that kind of connects, um, such as this. But there are many. My sisters and I became aware of many of these places across the web of eternity, and we found that we had the power to trans traverse them, to travel between them, to walk the web of eternity between each point. Now, some worlds, such as this, some existences as this, are secluded from the others. They are harder to reach. And she finds one where almost as if where a spider web would be attached to a tree, where it's just a single point, just a single line between the web and this, this anchor point. And when she taps the anchor point, you see Erois, you see your world, you see Gusthaven, Horizon, you see the lowlands stretching around, you see Gideon Prime, you see Elysium, you see all the planes. Only one point of connection, separated from many others. But then you find others, and she finds a nexus which is connected on all sides, you know, part of the core web. And when she taps that, you see images of a city, a grand fantasy medieval city, with elves and dwarves and orcs wandering amongst it. And it passes a tavern called the Yawning Portal. And you see signs for Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter and all of these other places. And then there are worlds like this one, connected in many ways to many different places. Almost as if there are hundreds of copies of them. Once we found that we had this power, we knew that we had a great responsibility. And so we agreed, amongst us, that one of us would always watch over the Web of Eternity, whilst the others rested. Currently, my sister Nightwreath watches over the Web of Eternity. And so Duskwillow and myself have taken to seclusion to bide our time, to rest our power, so that when our time comes, we shall become the guardians of the web. And as such, I have seen many things. And I do what I can to help when people come to me in need. As I'm sure Duskwillow did 
Although Duskwillow is perhaps a little bit more impetuous than I am. Ah, uh, uh, oh, wow. Um, I mean, a- a- apologies for the stunned silence for this, but from Aroes, many of us didn't even know about the Astral Sea, and now you tell us about the infinite possibilities of infinite worlds beyond even that, and the spreading Indeed. impossibility of all of this forever and ever, and you can see it all. You can see... Not all the time. I am aware of it, but I, I think I would go truly mad if I was to see it all of the time. That will be Nightwreath's burden to bear, but she is also empowered. Whilst she is the guardian of the Web of Eternity, whichever sister is, we have almost deific power. But when we are not, we are perhaps more limited in what we see and can do. Hence my reluctance to help your friend. In that case, all of these places, all of these times, all of these things, I have to ask, are you truly here now? That is an excellent question, my friend. Even I do not know that. Is there perhaps a version of me out there that lives in another one of these nexus? And I am but a fragment, an echo, a memory? I do not know. What I do know is that I am here now, that there are people I can help, that there are joys to be found. And that is what I live for. Oh, the... Even the idea of that answer just gave me a huge headache. Um, I share this burden with you because you must know by now that you have such a great part to play in this world. All of uh, you. I realize it was so big. <laughs> There's a lot of it. Lucius looks like he has something to say. <laughs> I was just here for... for some fun hitting people with a hammer. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> and that is all you need to do. You do not need to be more than this, Ayla. So, th we're in a web? I don't fully follow. <laughs> you do not need to follow it too much, Lucius. All you must know is that there are many worlds like yours out there. But this one is yours. And it is special. This one, but this is the Fae. Yes, this is part of uh, a universe, a nexus. Uh, Lunaria, is this, this Feywild is but one reflection of many hundreds of thousands of Feywilds. Reflection like me? Uh, uh, Lucius. It's it, it, .exe. <laughs> it stopped working. Ah... Uh, Imagine all the places we've seen and been, Lucius, and then and then and then multiply it uh, forever. Does that help? But think of them not as copies of this world. There, there are many that are not like your world at all. And she brings, clicks her fingers in the web, and she selects another oh, next point on the web. <laughs> this time, you see what do you see in this one? Okay, yeah, you see this. You see a group of adventurers traveling across a snowy landscape. 
There is a green-skinned half-orc, uh, blue-skinned tiefling, uh, dressed very cutely and prettily. There is a human wizard, a halfling woman with him. Uh, you see a furbolg with pink hair. Uh, you see all these different characters kind of traveling around. She taps another nexus point. You see a world where there is uh, a train powered by lightning, and you see a group of adventurers battling on top of it, fighting off these kind of robot-looking ninjas. Um, and they're fighting on top of this train, and one of them is like a guardian-like creature, and it kicks one of these ninjas off the top of the roof. Another one looks to be dressed like a private detective and has got two wands and is blasting with it. Um, they are all very different. Each world has its own heroes, its own villains. They are not copies of Erois, but their own worlds entirely. Ah, uh, okay. And our piece of this, this 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 web, it seems so disconnected to the rest. It's so far it is. out. Why? Why 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 is it so far away? That is just the nature. The web must be anchored somewhere. It must be connected at some point. Some places are simply distant to others. This is not a bad thing. It is just a mystery. A mystery of magic, a mystery of the world. They all have a Hadar. Yes. Mm. Not all worlds will. Some will, but in some, Hadar is not the being that you know it to be. The Hadar of your nexus is far darker, a dangerous thing. It is not as... In other worlds, it is an old, forgotten name. A creature that is very weak in comparison to the one you know in Erois. In this world, Hadar, in this, in this nexus, Hadar gained much power. Now, is a threat to you and much, much more. I don't know if that's comforting or even more frightening, knowing that there's more. Mm. In... Can... <sighs> I mean, I don't know how much you can tell us. I appreciate the secrets that you hold and the protection you have over this web, but in all of these places, all of these these nexuses, Hadar exists in some form. There must be some way they were all defeated, some way that we can use that information to fight the Hadar in our nexus. Indeed, there are many worlds, and uh, like I said, in most of them, Hadar is an old, forgotten thing. It never, uh, Hadar never gains the power that Hadar here, against in your world, in Erosian Hadar, gained. You already have everything you need to defeat Hadar. Perhaps a little more time, a little more strength. But the answer to defeating him is, well... You are closer than you think. I will say this, however. It is not just the fate of your nexus that rests on your shoulders. Oh, good. She gestures to the web once more. You have already seen what will happen if Hadar consumes this world engine, yes? Kilakatkola. Uh, if Hadar consumes yeah. your nexus... And she takes the nexus point that was Erois, this one strand that connects it to the side of infinity, and she plucks it. And when it does, the next anchor point breaks, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And it doesn't destroy all of them, but a chunk of these nexuses just break, leaving 
a number of them untouched, but you know, maybe five, six, seven, or if an anchor point is destroyed, it has consequences. No pressure. Anyone else feel a little bit sick? I feel a little bit sick. Um, I've got a tight feeling in my he, chest. Yes, yes, it's right he, there. Yeah, it's just the tightening. Um, right, tight, heart. Yeah, right. It's, yep. it's, it's a okay. lot of visuals. It's mm. noise in my head mainly, mainly mm. just a lot of mm. noise. Um, mm. But yeah, no, a little bit woozy all of a sudden, yeah. C- can we can we travel the web? Is is that possible? It is possible. It is... Even my sisters and I cannot do it as freely as we like, unless we are the guardian of the Web of Eternity. But uh, it is possible. There is magic that would allow you to travel the web. There is uh, rituals. There may even be places in your nexus that will allow it. In fact, and she waves her hand and the web repairs. And she shows that one line that connects Eroes' nexus to the rest of the web. She kind of enhances it. And it zooms in and also the the space around you almost becomes like a map, right? Like a kind of galaxy map. And you see a white hole spewing energy into the astral sea of Aroes, like your your multiverse. And she points to it. This is where much of Aroes came from. In fact, Ayla already has partially, not quite, transcended the web. And she draws a line from that white hole back down the line, back through the web to many worlds. And she taps one and it shows the image of a feasting hall. And you see men and women in leather and metal with drinking and feasting. And at the head of the table is this big, strong, blonde bearded, long blonde head warrior with a giant belt and a big hammer. Um, And they're just all laughing together and things like that. I know that one. I know that one. Indeed. It's, a, it's Thor. Met him many once. of the gods, many of Heart the divine them. beings that helped create Eroes, when it was done, they traveled to other other worlds, other nexuses, where they became gods once more, or perhaps no longer gods. This is the way of things. <sighs> I... Wait, wait, wait. Row ro- ro- back a second. Hold, hold on, hold on. Divine beings created. I thought it was just Siaska. No. No, there were many divine beings that created not Eroes the world. Eroes the world, yes, Siaska, your star mother created, but your multiverse. Divine hand, many divine hands played into it. And in fact, it was those divine beings that Hadar consumed to gain the power that it now has. So, so who's, who's left? Can we contact them? Can we ask them to come back and help? There is none. Only Siaska. These divine beings, once they have stepped into other places in the Nexus, they cannot return. Their work is done. Many of them no longer have the same power. In fact, Ayla, having spoken to this Thor, knows this. Thor cannot return to Eroes. He invested his power. He gave the gift of investitude to Siaska. And from Siaska was Zephyr. They may be able to provide you with gifts such as this. Yes, Ooh. that is possible. Strenuous for the god, but did, possible. Did Hart, by the way, Hart, when that whole 
thing happened. Lots of lots of lightning. Quill, don't use me as a lightning rod again. I'm not well unless we well like we'll it. no I won't I'll try unless we have we, I won't okay anyway th- this Erois our our piece of this web is connected by how many points just yeah. one now I I don't want to ask this because but it's a failsafe it's 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 what happens if we if we don't succeed if if Hadar wins can we sever the tie from the web Dawnweaver looks at you why do you think I am here if all else fails it will be my duty to cut off this nexus from the rest to prevent Hadar from finding the well of eternity from descending the web of eternity Nightwreath will ensure that he cannot harm others. That's good. Okay. But of course, I nor my sisters wish to see this happen. Your Nexus has so much potential, so much beauty. We do not wish to see its life cut short. Great, but I'll never get that far. Do our best to make sure he doesn't. I know he will. Me too. Um, I mean, that was uh, really a question of if we can't save everyone in Eros, how do we save other, uh, even beyond Eros, beyond the Astral Sea, beyond... Uh, uh, I'm getting in a loop again and trying to understand the, the, the breadth of this thing. Someone else talk, this is, please. This is, why, this is why you are the ones who will save this world. Well, in a way, it's sort of comforting to know that if... If the worst happens and we do fail, there are still worlds to be saved because we'll be cut off. At least Hadar won't spread. It's a cold comfort, I know, but it's there. It's a lot better than like six, seven Nexus worlds, you know, just poofing away because of us being not that I wish to diminish your comfort but there is a chance that if Hadar becomes powerful enough he may still be able to overpower myself or or my sister you could have just let the nausea lift a little tiny bit but no that's fine yeah sure sure we'll just make double short double double triple quadruple short triple that it won't happen yeah quintuple penta yeah that one (laughs) it goes that high one Double. billion percent sure. Ah, uh, okay. Um, well, that's heavy. That's a lot. Um, but I think we're all on the same page, Lucius. Same page. It's a glossed over <laughs> stare and a nod and a smile, vacant. Yeah. It's definitely like Thali is kind of taking it in, but yeah, Rose Meadow and Kyrie are kind of in, in Lucius's Lucius is a, like, intelligence eleven, so yeah, he's barely I mean, that's, taking on board can, the concepts. Yeah, the, you can understand Ava the concept, but it's a big that. ass concept. Yeah, <laughs> she's just been told that people will die I mean, if she fails, and she's like, oh. it's also intelligence eleven of a character from a world that didn't even know about the astral sea, let alone yeah. <laughs> you know the multiverse theory. Um, I mean, yeah, I think Ayla understands because she's seen Thor and because Quill and Ayla were zipped off already 
to well you met and you met Willow. two other people you so, met two other people from other material planes that weren't yeah. planets in a row because you met so i think um, she's she's seen Holton physical evidence Havilah. yeah 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 otherwise <sighs> she'd just be like what do we need a faster spaceship what we don't have one right now thalia has one it's not ours well of course <laughs> it's, it's thalia's i just mean you know if we're going to just go um racing along all these these webbies and and seeing these other um, worlds and oh right that are beyond we, we, the rowers and saving them from her dark we'd probably need a spaceship that could punch through time and space and the fabric of reality as we knew it. Okay, now I'm lost. So, what? I think no. To go to is the, the different best threads. No. The, the different to go threads. to the different threads. Yeah, if we Let's, were to go to another. Please keep I the web. We should just this, keep this point on this here. Thread. Think of them as. I, I, yeah. My sisters and I, we call them Nexus. We call them each. each mm. <laughs> multiverse these planes these worlds that you know heaven hell the material worlds the feywild the shadow fell they form a nexus uh, and a nexus is the point on the web that is connected to others by the strands and then the webway the lines that connect each nexus are how you traverse them so we're not in another nexus right now all of this fey and all the other things are in 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 just the road the uh, yeah. If it helps to think of it as the Erosian Nexus, yes, think of it as that. Everything in your There's reality, more. everything you're understanding. Wait, all, everything we just saw all just swimming around us is all of that a, a thousand times? That's what I said. It, all the things we've seen and experienced uh, multiply oh, it a million times. That's so much forever. bigger than I thought. I thought one of those dots was just our planet. I need a no, lie down. Spaceship. <sighs> you are welcome to rest here in my sanctum as long as you need. I will tell you that the riders that you destroyed on your way in, they will reform within a few hours. They will not stop until until I restore Rose Meadow to how she is meant to be. And then Rose Meadow. they will come and find her. And they will attack. And if you can destroy them once more, once Rose Meadow's original form has been returned, after this, when you destroy them, they will be destroyed permanently. Zarkira infused them. They will they will attack Rose Meadow as soon as she leaves this place. They will attack any centaur who leaves this place. Is there a chance that Zarkira will know that Rose Meadow yes. is restored? Yes. The spirits okay. will tell. She will be aware of what the spirits can see. She already Zarkira likely knows, knows that you are here. Okay, that's so. good to know. Right. We can do that. We can do that. That's oh, fine. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Zakira cannot reach this place. You do not need to worry about that. Zakira cannot reach Lunaria without uh, interference. But she will know that you have come. And she will know once Rose Meadow is restored. Speaking she of which. She should also know if she knows all things. This is a bitch. A bitch. <laughs> I believe that the I believe that the entire multiverse is aware of that, Ayla. Oh, that's nice. Cool. Everyone knows she's a bitch. That's kind of fun. She yeah. is. 
she is a dangerous, dangerous woman. Out of everything, I fear her far more than I fear Callus. I fear her almost as much as I fear Hadar. They are so similar. Oh, very similar. Yep. But there will be more time to ask questions and talk. Perhaps now we should turn our attention to our little wayward foal. And she looks over towards Rosemeadow. Rosemeadow's just looking around like, I don't understand anything that anyone's saying. <laughs> so imagine uh, a bubble. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to begin. Nope. Piece of paper going through pencil through the piece This is how a black hole works. <laughs> Dreamweaver, uh, Dawnweaver, sorry, will just simply hold out her hand and say, come here, my dear. Uh, and Rosemary just looks around. She looks to you guys like, is this okay? Should I do what she says? Um, Sentry will give her a nod. Okay. Uh, the Dawnweaver kind of crouches down on her big spider legs so that she can reach Rosemary, who like takes her hands. Uh, and she's like, now, I'm afraid that you were never given a name when you were a baby. That is perhaps something you will need to pick for yourself. But I can help you understand a little about yourself, about why you were brought here. And she touches Rosemeadow's forehead and you watch as there is a kind of flash of light and Rosemeadow kind of blinks and you see like tears just stream down her face. Her expression doesn't change, but like it's like she's seeing so much and like memories are just, you know, almost flood into her. Um, and she kind of blinks a couple of times and she seems to be like, ah. she just doesn't speak. And then Dawnweaver's like, and now I must remove something that I placed upon you long ago. I hid your magic from you. I hid your potential so that you would perhaps find an easier life on Eroes. But it is time for you to become who you truly are. And she brings up her hands. She clicks her fingers and all the tapestries kind of wrap around Rose Meadow. You see light, like this kind of pale golden white light kind of fill. And then the tapestries burst into leaves and flowers and butterflies. And you see Rosemary still there, blonde sort of hair spilling down her shoulders, the white kind of horse-like body. But now there are these kind of like curly, like hairy uh, bits over her like hooves. You can see that there are these very gentle silvery patterns kind of almost like pressed into her horse skin. Um, and from her forehead is this kind of like in between the like golden curls is this ornate beautiful unicorn horn um her hands are like positively glowing there's all these like silver and gold like markings along her arms up her shoulders um com- yeah you see this kind of transformation take place um, hell yes hell yeah there we are now that is the little girl that i remember taking away Rosemary sort of like looks down like i don't oh i feel weird <laughs> this feels a bit strange uh, i bad uh, does it feel good i mean you've got this magic uh, restored to you um yeah i guess i this oh it's it's like i can feel the the grass and the earth and the trees and oh this just I, it's like I, I feel like i can do so many things that I don't know. Like, I feel like I could uh, do so much. And she just sort of like looks around. Well, be careful with these things. You'll have to get used to all of this, but this is 
this is who you are meant to be, who you always should have been, and what Zarkira took away from you. Well, I took away from her to protect her, but yes, Zarkira's threat was too much. I can help you understand a little of what you can do, Rosemeadow, uh, but perhaps for now there is something you can do for someone. And she gestures at Thalia, she's like looking around. Uh, she won't be able to cure Thalia, but she can help slow the effect. Uh, oh, I was going to ask, it, it, the, 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 the tattoo, it, it's, it's grown bigger, do you know how much time? You do not have long. Less than a week, a few days. Your journey through Yon Fen took up much of your time, but I can help with that. If you can deal with these spirits, if you can free the Rosemeadow family from being trapped here, I've kept them safe, but they cannot leave. I've provided them with as much as I can, but they cannot leave. They cannot explore the Feywild as they once did. But if those spirits are fully destroyed, if Rosemeadow confronts them, they will. you will be able to destroy them permanently. And perhaps rescue their, uh, the weapons that are bound to them as well. Uh, but if you do so, of course. Uh, it will be dangerous, of course. But uh, once you do that, I will be able to transport you back to uh, where you first met the Centaur family on the edges of the lake. I can teleport you back there. Whatever it takes. For a day, hmm. a, a week, of course. And you see Rosemeadow kind of trots over to Thalia and sort of takes Thalia's arm and she places her hand over it and you watch as the tattoo doesn't like shrink or anything, but she does cast a spell. You see Rosemeadow for the first time just at a touch. She touches Thalia's arm and magic kind of flows through her. Like Thalia's like, oh, that hell. the pain's gone. Like it was starting to, it was starting to ache. And that, that pain's gone. I don't know what I did, but I think I helped. <laughs> Thank you, Rosemary. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's okay. I mean, I just want to help you and, and thank you for, you know, doing everything that you've done for me. It's the least I can do. And I think I can, I, there's all these things that I can do with, with beasts and plants and, and healing and all of this stuff, I think. I think between all of us, we can get an understanding of, of these powers and, and guide you, uh, into understanding them yourselves, yourself, and, and, and using them correctly and not, you know, I remember Vala shooting spells into the sky and we had to control all of that. So let's not do that. You, I don't think you can do that. Let's not do that. Okay. Okay. I think, I think I can make animals smart. Sorry? Yeah. I feel like I can make animals really smart. I have okay. no idea what that is. Yeah. Unless you want to, like, physically hit something, don't ask me. I'm out. I can't. I got nothing. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. Don't we all look back? Just say, well, we have a little time. If you need to rest, uh, but you will not have wrong. Uh, I think we do. Um, but the moment we leave this place with Rose Meadow, that's when we should expect the spirits to attack, right? They will find you very quickly. They will be drawn to her now. When she leaves this sanctum, they will find you very, very quickly. Be prepared. And uh, does Rosemeadow have the freedom to speak with the ones outside? 
Oh, yes. Yes, I merely wished... I wanted Rosemeadow to understand what has happened. I wanted you all to understand this place before she spoke with them. They have been here for some time. I have managed to... I managed to freeze time for them. They are still... They are the ones who were here when Rosemeadow's mother was slain. Uh, they have not aged a day since they have been here. Uh, they are the closest people to her family, as can be. Um, and I have given Rosemeadow the gift of the many years that I have spent learning them, knowing them. I know all their names. I I remember all their birthdays, like I was here. And like, you know, Rosemeadow just kind of like begins rambling off a bunch of names and things like that. <laughs> well, I mean, we have to prepare to fight these spirits. So I think Rosemeadow has plenty of time to speak to all of them. Indeed. And if you have any further questions that I can help with, I'm happy to try and answer them. I I just have one, but I guess you don't have to get back to me straight away, but Rosemeadow, do, what's your name? I don't know. I've only ever been Rosemeadow. I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know. I suppose I can't be Rosemeadow Rosemeadow, can I? Or can I? I don't know. You could be Rose Meadow. Well, I think Rose Meadow is the family name, Quill. I think it's it's just one thing. It's the Rose Meadow family. Mm. I don't think you can be Rose Meadow. I'd have to be Rose Rose Meadow. Oh, that's that, you're right. That is confusing. And I suppose you're not Rose Meadow Meadow. That's even weirder. That doesn't make any sense. Rose Meadow Rose Meadow. Would, that's even stranger. Yes. Hmm. Uh, anyway. Maybe the people outside know. Um, or... Well, I think if anybody... If I want anyone to give me a name, I want I want it to be you. Oh, I want it to be all of you. Lucius melts. <laughs> uh, he was about to burst, saying, like, you look stunning, I love the horn, and then he just passes out <laughs> when I hear him. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, on that, we can end the episode, I think. Oh. oh. With Lucius oh. Like, how long? Like, Lucius just like, how long? and then just, <laughs> Yeah. I'm just going to say, it took us how long to come up with the name, like, the Storm Chasers? Rosemeadow yeah. ain't going to get a new name anytime soon. It kind of defaulted when we named the airship, so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so, nice to meet yeah. you, Paul Rosemeadow. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am... Terry. I'm quietly confident, and I don't want to put pressure on her, but I'm quietly confident that Rhiannon will probably come up with an incredibly cute, sweet name for Rosemeadow at that'll some be something, point in the next week. That'll be something, I'm sure. Skeletor. Not, I don't know. Oh. I just have a big <laughs> friend. Like, you'll, you'll have Skeletor <laughs> Rosemeadow. Skeletor Rosemeadow. You babbling boob. Um, yeah. Amazing. Well, that was the coolest episode. That was cool yeah. as hell. So oh my cool. god! Yeah. All I have to do is introduce Ooh. some giant universe lore, and Tom is just like, "I love it. It's the fucking best oh, episode it's ever. So it's good. amazing." It's not, even that. it's not even that. It's like I feel like so many episodes. I come out of it. And I'm like imagining like the ending of this, right? And there was when we we're on the ship heading towards Hadar, and Hadar swallowing everything whole. And then this is like, oh, but the ending could be us cutting the tie, and Aroa is just drifting mm. off into the distance as it 
falls into void. Into oblivion. But we've saved yeah. the rest of the way. Just standing there going, like, watching yeah. a red, like, mass just <laughs> slowly consuming. Yeah, and there's away. nothing you can do. Like, it, oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> That's what the stakes are now, yeah. We know. Awesome. Oh, God. Yeah. I just, yeah, I love... <laughs> Um, I love like Greek mythology and the the spiders. They make me think of the the fates, like you know, with the mm, weaving and the weaving so time. Oh and all that. yeah, it's, so cool. oh, it's one of my favorite 100%. things from mythology. So yeah, you bringing that in, I'm just like, yes, feed me. I love this. Oh. But yeah, the uh, oh. yeah, I mean, obviously the the whole spiders fate weavers thing, like a hundred percent intentional, like a hundred percent like connected mm. to yeah. the old Greek the really three fates cool. and stuff like that. Fates, um, yeah, but also it was that. like. I love bringing stuff back and connecting stuff and the whole yeah. Dusk Willow thing. I was like, I definitely, I always knew I, I wanted to do more cool. with that. Um, yeah. I always knew I wanted mm. to do more with that. And uh, Very cool. the idea of having uh, some stuff kind of tied all together. And then the idea of the web of eternity. Uh, it's just nice to kind of like, you know, be like, well, this, there, there's a reason why Aroas is like this. And there's a reason that things are the way it is. And, you know, Everything is connected. Hell yeah. Yeah. If you're slightly confused, by the way, of the way that it, this is connected to Ayla and Quill, this was a one shot. Uh, we did it, yeah. what, PAX? PAX, yeah. Mm. yeah. We did it with Nate Sharp and Aaron uh, M. Evans as well. Um, yeah. We did it at PAX. And uh, it was, it's on the channel. It is in the like, playlist in and the stuff playlist where we did upload well. it. Yep. But just in case you saw the one shot and thought, no, nah, it's not canonical. Well, it is. It is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said um, it was. I it said was. it was canonical. Yeah. So, epic. Um, Just yeah. in case. Oh, it's the uh, kind of stuff where I could see Tom was like, "I have so many things I want to ask and talk about, but I don't want to steal the limelight." So please, somebody else <laughs> uh, talk know, for yeah. a bit, because like he would have just gone good. on. Yeah, it's all okay. questions <laughs> I want to hear. Yeah, answers yeah. too. We got to see the Markiverse. Markiverse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, shit. The MCU. Should that be your name? Your name? <laughs> the Spider-Verse. The MCU. MCU. <laughs> it wouldn't be cinematic, though. It would be like R-M-R-P-U or something like that. <laughs> Mark Roleplay Universe. Marpu. Marpu. Um, Marpu. Marpu. Mr. Mr. Pooh. Mr. Pooh. Mr. Pooh. Mr. Pooh. Mr. Pooh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I did that myself. I can't even be mad. I did it myself. Oh. Enter the Mr. Pooh. <laughs> Just as a point, obviously, you know, obviously I hinted at some things there. We can't really call it the Mr. Pooh because it's uh, it's the idea that, like, everybody out there playing D&D it's all just one big universe in it like your you know. game is part of mr yeah. Pooh. well that so <laughs> that actually i actually have a serious point about that because i realized it when i saw some some folks mentioning it and stuff you know that idea where she plucked the thread of hadar and like all of the other ones broke away or like mm. a bunch of them broke away as well my theory for that is if anybody is running their own home campaign set in a Rois, those would be worlds that would vanish, right? Those would be the worlds that were kind of like chain yeah. reaction destroyed if you oh, guys don't save it. So if Ooh. you guys fail, everybody out there running an heroic campaign has to immediately end the campaign. <laughs> cool. Sorry. We'll send out the practice. Sorry. You're level 14 yeah. in the middle of well, combat. What will happen? I'm sorry, game's over. Because, yeah, game's over. Hadar just consumed what, the entire yeah. universe. Sorry, like, your yeah. character's dead. What sorry. will happen is we'll turn up at your house while you're playing your game and stamp on your fucking table and just throw everything around. <laughs> just, it's gone no now. One. Bye. Gone. <laughs> Flipping tables. TBK, bitch. Stop this now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Kicking your dice over. <laughs> yeah. If we fail Arois, I think we should just delete every Lightfall video. Um, <laughs> the Dar one. Yeah. Just delete the entire <laughs> playlist. It'll be like uh, Anathanus or whatever. I'll do it. Or we'll replace I'll do it with it, like this yeah. pulsating just, black yeah, and yeah, red. Yeah, red light. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. changes of three hours yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I really know cool. I kind of love that. Yeah, that would be awesome. Oh my god, that'd be amazing if we deleted the entire playlist and replaced it with <laughs> yeah. one entirely of Hadar videos. Wow. And we were like, sorry guys, yeah, the, the, the campaign was ended. I wanted to go back and watch those. Well, you can't. It got destroyed. It's like, yeah, oh my god. Rolled better. <laughs> that is Kojima level thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been amazing. Great episode. Thanks everyone. Incredible. We'll see you next week. We're going to be checking out our studio this week. We'll give you some updates on that, like Tom said on oh Patreon, on Twitter, and all that kind of yeah. good stuff. Yes. We'll see you then. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-